Many couples in this process of working on healing their relationship experience lots of storms. And these storms, whether they're in the form of conflict or disconnection or broken trust, hurt feelings, feelings of inadequacy, these storms can be so overwhelming and painful. And oftentimes what makes them worse are when we get stuck in negative cycles where we don't find any closure. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you something very, very, what I hope will be helpful to actually help speed up the process of healing so that you don't have to go through as many storms that are a result of not finding closure from the disagreements and the fights and the tension that so often accompany people as they're working through this process. It doesn't have to be like this. And so if we can minimize the amount of turmoil that people go through, I absolutely want to do that and share with you some strategies to help you bypass a lot of heartache. And if you're new to the podcast, my name is Sam Tielemans and I'm a licensed therapist and I'm the host of the Couples Healing Podcast and my goal is to give you as many tools as I possibly can. And so in today's episode, I want to start off by sharing with you a story. I work with so many couples who struggle on this path of ultimately finding closure because of how they've approached things before they've gotten the tools that really help them accelerate their growth. Now, I was working with this husband and he was making tremendous progress on an individual level. We had, did, we, we had done a one-on-one breakthrough session, which involves identifying and resolving the biggest root cause of why somebody struggles with pornography. And in this session, This was a very, very powerful session for him because we were able to really, really capture and break this belief that had been following him around for a long, long time about him being unworthy. So we could go in, reprocess that, shift how he thought about himself in a way that totally changed his outlook on how he saw himself. As a result of that, he said said that he had no longer felt urges Because it's really important to recognize that urges are the brain's way of sending you a signal to try to deal with your pain. It's kind of like hunger. When somebody experiences hunger, the brain sends the signal in the form of a stomach growling. We feel kind of lightheaded. We feel empty. That's a very, very important signal that the brain sends to prompt you to go and eat some food. When people are struggling with pornography, This is one of the core tenets of the way that I approach this issue. It's not a willpower issue. It's not a character defect. What I've found so often is that when somebody struggles with pornography, it's because they're trying to cope with some underlying negative emotion. And so with this particular husband that I was working with, we did some really important processing to help him resolve the root cause of why he was in so much pain. As a result of that, he went on to describe that from that point on, as we had started, you know, as we continued to do work together, he felt this dissipation of the urges that he felt. No longer was he tempted. And it was such a cool thing for him because he was like, man, I, I don't need this. It was, it was like, it, the, the reason why I wanted to share with you this idea of our brain sending signals in the form of urges, that's a conditioned response that the brain has learned that when you're in pain, it sends a signal in the form of an urge to try to prompt you to go search for something. That's due to old conditioning, old patterns, old habits. Once you break that pattern, resolve the root cause, the brain doesn't need to send any more urges 
to try to prompt you to go search for something because you're not in pain anymore. I hope that's really, really clear and I hope that makes sense because that's a really core tenant to this, which can help give you some steps to move forward to not have to battle with these urges. And that's exactly what we did. And he was feeling so excited and for weeks, he was just like, okay, I'm doing great, I'm doing great. But then as much as he would try, his relationship with his wife was really, really struggling because she was having a very difficult time recognizing that though he was different, she was still in pain. And this became a source of tension between them. And this is so common for so many couples that I work with. When a husband is doing well, he starts to grow impatient and frustrated that she's not doing better herself. He's thinking to himself, I'm moving past this. I want us to move past this as well. And when she brings up her pain, in his mind, he's just like, okay, we're still talking about this. I'm not struggling with this problem anymore. I'm doing better. So why do we keep having to rehash the past? And his wife, in her mind, is thinking, I'm so devastated by how things have unfolded. Just because you're improving doesn't mean I'm better. I'm still dealing with the fallout of all of these issues. And she would get very, very angry and frustrated and become critical because of all the pain that she was in. She'd become critical of how he was approaching things. She would be frustrated with the fact that he wasn't really offering the same sense of care and comfort that she anticipated he would. And they would get stuck in these cycles and go round and around and around. So the analogy that I shared with him to hope in hopes of opening up his mind to redefine his timeline. So the analogy that I shared with him came from a book called Atomic Habits, which if you haven't read it, it's a phenomenal book that really gives you key insights in how you can start to break and rebuild new habits. And it really overlays with so much of what we talk about in the podcast, where there's very tactical strategies you can apply along with the deeper level things that we talk about here in the podcast to help restructure things on a deeper emotional and belief level. So in the book, he talks about how, he uses this analogy of imagine being in a big walk-in freezer and on the table in front of you is a big ice cube. And you look on the wall and you see the temperature, the thermometer, and the thermometer says 23 degrees. And you know, of course, that water, you know, ice melts at 32 degrees. So what you do is you crank the thermostat up to 50. And it's only 23 in the room. So of course the block of ice is frozen. You crank it up to 50 and then nothing happens. And you think, okay, well, I moved the dial. Why is this thing not melting yet? The key thing to recognize is that there is always a delay when you're creating new habits, when you're working on yourself, when you're working on your relationship. There's always a delay. So when you do a quote-unquote right thing and you make some important change, there's always going to be a delay between that change and the effect that it has. And so I helped him recognize that, yes, you cranked the dial. It's at 50 now. That's great. But now instead of the room being at 23, it just moved up. Now it's 24 degrees. Does that mean you're not making progress because the ice cube isn't melted? Of course not. There's a delay between the thermostat getting cranked up 
Or in other words, there's a delay between you making these really significant individual changes and your wife being able to internalize those and feel differently about the situation. And so I said, listen, it's also important to recognize that so many women use anger as a protection. Anger comes out to take a stand to say, I'm not going to move faster than I'm ready. I don't want to get hurt all over again by just blindly believing you that you're different this time. Because so many women find themselves in that cycle. The husband says, okay, I'll do better. I won't do this again. And truthfully, he means it when he says it. So many instances and guys that I work with, they mean it when they say it. But without the tools to follow that up, without the tools to know how to sustain that decision, they sadly fall right back into the same old pattern. And then their wife gets devastated. She learns, okay, I can't really trust what he says. Maybe he doesn't really care that much, which isn't really true. Again, in the guys that I work with, they do care, but they don't have the right tools quite yet. So they find themselves looping and she gets hurt every single time. So of course, her wall goes up. And so I said a part of the wall oftentimes is anger because the anger helps to protect her from getting hurt again. It takes a stand to say, I'm not doing this again. I'm not going to believe you. I need to see action. I need to see consistency. The anger won't let his comfort and reassurance oftentimes sink in in the way that she really needs. Because when a wife is struggling and in pain, she needs to know that she's loved, that she's not alone, that he cares about her, and that she that and that he's with her in that moment but if the wall of anger is up because her protection is there that comfort's not really going to sink in the difficulty is that when the husband sees this and he thinks to himself well i thought i was doing better yet here we are yet she's still upset with me yet she hasn't forgiven me yet we're still talking about the same things over and over again he becomes very very discouraged and demotivated which unintentionally fuels more of her fear. See, he's shutting down. He doesn't want to talk to me. He's not really putting in the effort that I thought he was. I knew I couldn't trust him. All of those fears are confirmed in her mind because of this dynamic that they get stuck in. So much of it centers around his expectation of how things should go. All of that is to say, as I share that story, the husband who was listening to this was able to then understand, oh, I've just been misunderstanding how the situation goes. I, and another thing that I added in our discussion was two things can exist at the same time. You can be making really, really good progress. The relationship can be even making progress and she can still have her wall up. She can still feel the need to protect herself that is not evidence that you're not doing a good job. It's okay if she feels that. In fact, I'd be surprised on some level if she didn't feel any of that. If the wall was completely gone because you had a good stretch of time and, and you were able to explain to her how you're different, it would be surprising if the wall disappeared. And so I helped him recognize that two things can exist at the same time. As a result of that, this newfound understanding, he was able to recognize, apologize, and say, I, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I want you to take your time. It's okay with me because now I'm recognizing 
that we're still making progress, even if you are guarded. I'm still making progress, even if it's hard for you to take this in, which I totally understand. He was able to validate that and acknowledge that for her. And counterintuitively, paradoxically, the moment that he said, it's okay for you to have your guard up, and I get it, I would feel the same way, she felt a sense of relief and space and safety, which actually helped to bring her wall down a little bit more. So the principle that I want to share with you is that when you give your spouse, and if you're a woman listening to this, if your husband can understand and give you space to heal in the timeline that's going to work for you, and so often, again, the timeline isn't years, once you guys get the right tools and start to implement those together and work together to get out of old cycles and actually find closure and make progress in your relationship, develop more connection together, it happens very, very quickly, but it happens on it happens at a pace that feels comfortable. And so this is the principle that I want to share with you, that if you want to speed up the process, and I get why somebody would say that, and I'm all for that, I want to make this process as fast as possible while being thorough. Because if you had the option to heal in a few months or a few years, which one would you pick? Of course, you'd want to heal in just a few months and get out of the pain. And so one of the ways that I found that to be possible is if you can start to have conversations together differently to create connection, to create a sense of validation and knowing it's okay for you to move, for you to move at your pace. It's just a matter of continuing to show up, be consistent, him be there for her in the way that she needs him. And by giving her that space, it actually speeds up the process because she doesn't feel pressure. And when somebody doesn't feel pressure, they don't need to hold on to their protection because the husband creates safety. So instead of her needing to rely on the wall to be protected and find safety, she can start to rely on him. And when she can start to rely on him, healing accelerates because that's how you guys can work together in a way to find closure and peace and safety in the relationship which was damaged by the patterns and cycles and behaviors that came between him and her. And so I hope as you consider this, as your husband listening to this, recognizing it's okay for you to want the process to go fast because so often it comes from a good place. You don't want your wife to hurt any more than she has. So the idea is, okay, let's speed this up and get to the healing already. I understand that and I'm with you and I want the same thing. We want to, we want to accelerate healing and in the same breath, do it in a way that's comfortable and thorough. We're not trying to cut corners. When I say accelerate and speed up the healing process, I'm not saying neglect certain things that need to be given the attention necessary. We just want to avoid unnecessary periods of time where nothing's happening, the stagnation. We want to avoid that. So again, if you're a husband that wants this process to go faster because you care about your wife, this is a big part of how you can do that. You allow space. You recognize and give her the space that she needs to go at her pace without adding any pressure, but you just keeping in mind that you can still make progress while she's guarded. 
and that's okay. And by giving her that space, you will actually be creating safety for her so she won't need to rely on the wall so much because she sees that you're different. And if you're a wife listening to this, recognizing that it's perfectly reasonable and acceptable for you to be guarded and want to protect yourself. And that protection is going to be there to the degree that you find safety with him in the relationship. So both of you working together and getting the tools that you need to rebuild trust, navigate the relationship in a way that's healthy and productive, and for him to deal with and resolve the underlying issues that have caused these problems in the relationship with regard to the pornography that have led him to make these decisions that have caused these impacts, the more you guys are able to fully heal from this, everything falls into place and it does so in a timeline that is actually much, much shorter than many people anticipate because you're finding closure. That's the biggest element with all this. When you find closure, that's when you feel peace and resolution. And so I hope that as you've listened to this, that this gives you some more tools and ways to think about this, to create that safety in the relationship so you can move forward together in a totally different way. Okay, guys, real quick. So I know that each episode of the podcast dives deep into one specific tip or topic to help you repair your relationship or eliminate pornography altogether. But have you recently considered how all of these pieces fit together to create an overall strategy for you to find freedom? If not, I highly recommend doing this and I'd love to help. If you're a man listening to this, I just created a brand new video for you that walks you through exactly what you need to have in place to quit porn without the battle or the struggle. It's totally free and you can check it out at stopporn.info. It details a totally new approach to getting out of the hamster wheel of progress then failure. One step forward, two steps backwards. So again, you can check out the video at stopporn.info.